0: Got your, uh, your juice.
1: Welcome to the podcast that is done by Curiosity Public. <laughs> I'm Dutch. <laughs>
0: Jules here. lead.
1: And uh, we're getting into the festive season, and we've got a Thanksgiving episode for you guys here. And uh, before we get into that, I want to know what you guys are drinking, Jules. Well,
2: since we are getting into the festive mood, i decided to go with some special reserve <laughs> Christmas colors. It's good, go drunk, to-
0: right? It's good. <laughs> I get it. I mean, I I love it, although I prefer the 107. I love the fact that you go back to the tried and true. So I appreciate it. <laughs> there you it. go.
1: Yeah. yeah. How are you doing?
0: I started drinking before all of this because I really wanted to enjoy this. And I am drinking Glenn Farklas 25 year. Damn. Whoa. Yeah. I'm super excited for you guys to try this. I'm really curious what, Curiosity Public, curious about what you think. All I can say is, wow.
1: all right we know dylan's giving it a platinum that means Mm. (laughs) um and i'm cracking into i've dug this out of the back of the bunker it is uh an angel's envy cask strength you can see the shiny medallion Oh, 2017 this is 124.5 proof angel's envy Mm. non-chill filtered and it is uh it's such a different drink at this proof compared to like the, the regular one. I'd kind of forgotten about this. I'm glad I found it and cracked back into it.
0: I like how your collection is so deep. That is what's in the back of the bunker. <laughs> Man, you know how it is. You
1: accumulate things over the years, and sometimes things migrate to the back and you don't see them for a while. And then you kind of dig back there and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: <laughs> it's like, uh, it's a fun little journey to to dig through the uh, the cabinet every once in a while. That's true. So as Jules mentioned, the festive season and he picked a festive drink. These are all kind of, we got a good range of celebratory drinks here, but with Thanksgiving upon us, even though a lot of people are going to have to kind of have socially distant Thanksgiving celebrations this year, it's always a good idea to pick out a nice drink or drinks for Thanksgiving. Don, you had this idea about what you would like to bring to a Thanksgiving or what you typically bring to a Thanksgiving, right?
0: Yeah, I was thinking about this because I'm actually preparing. I want to explain how I approach Thanksgiving because there is a tier system, meaning that I think Christmas for us is the big event. And so I bring out the big guns, the big, big guns for Christmas. But for Thanksgiving, though, I bring up kind of a second tier, because Thanksgiving gatherings are usually about overwhelming amount of food <laughs> and gluttony and sports. And so you might have people just wanting to just down things. You're not there to like, oh, let me appreciate a 25-year Glenn Farkas. So I'm not bringing a 25-year for <laughs> Thanksgiving. So this year, I'm just going to bring uh, three things. So I'm going to bring scotch, as I always do every year. There are many members of my family who will enjoy it. And can you guess what I would bring? I have a, I'll bet you can't. Because well, it's, I, it's a brand new bottle. I kind of want to
1: think that you'd bring the Costco 20-year or 22-year, but... <laughs> Um, The reality I kind of feel like you'd go with like a McAllen just for the name recognition It's a a show-off thing to do, you know for you. Mm,
0: Yeah. 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 Actually, (laughs) you're right. You're right Um, (laughs) You know why because I mean there are a couple of people who are you know, they're they know one or two things about scotch Okay, but there's definitely more people who do not recognize a lot of the brand names and so I'm not going to bring out the big guns, like, you know, the the super age stuff. So I'm just bringing a Macallan 12-year, but here it is, the Sherry, the Sherry Cask. Not the double, not the triple. The original. Straight up Sherry. Yeah, because it's the original. We know what kind of flavor I'm going to get, and I think it's a good drink that people will recognize and they'll enjoy. Yes, there's a lot of hype, and I'm sure the name recognition does some component of placebo effect and enjoying it but hey you know whatever it's thanksgiving right so that's one the second one is i bring a rum and this year i decided to gotta say i'll give credit to dutch i'm gonna bring the real mccoy nice so i'm not the- bringing i'm not bringing the four square <laughs> which year <laughs> it's the 10 year nice so it's gonna be real mccoy I figured, you know, I want to keep it pure in terms of the rum. People can mix it if they want. People can sip it if they want. Some of my plan involves using that rum for a hot toddy uh, as a dessert or dessert drink. So that works really well, right? So I got scotch drinking during the dinner. I got a hot toddy ready to go. And then, of course, you know, when we're watching some sports... Or sport, we will be <laughs> drinking some bourbon, yeah. and <laughs> and so you know this is a tough one because what do you choose for a bourbon on Thanksgiving? And this year, I'm going to bring something to celebrate a comeback kid, if you will, of the year, and it's going to be Knob Creek 12. Oh, Ooh.
1: very nice. Yeah, great choice.
0: Yeah. So those are the 12 year, the 12 year scotch, the 12 year bourbon. Yep. So you know it's not top tier. And that's going to be Christmas. Hopefully when we do the podcast for Christmas, you'll, you'll hear what I'm bringing this year. But, but that's my Thanksgiving, folks. Nice. Yeah,
1: nice. I want to hang out there. That sounds like a good, uh, good selection. Yeah, it'll be good. Bulls, you have your right, ears ready. Yours ready. You want me to go?
2: Yeah. No. Um, so normally, you know, I usually end up at my uh, parents' place for Thanksgiving because they've traditionally hosted for us. And whenever I'm over there, I usually always end up drinking a Logable in 16 year because that is my dad's dram of choice. And uh, so that is normally a pour for sure. But I've also been slowly introducing him to some of the bourbons and whatnot, and he has come to like, actually, two of them lately, Makers 46 and uh, Statesman. So I'll be deciding on which of those two to bring and share just to uh, partake in the festivities.
1: So is it always whiskey for you guys? You never mix it up with anything else?
2: Yeah, normally whiskey. I mean, we used to do... yeah i mean it's mostly that because we used to do tequila and whatnot for margaritas and stuff every now and then i think it also just depends on you know extended guests who get invited and whatnot but typically if it's just the family yeah i mean it's mostly well that and it's also beer so (laughs) as we watch a football game
0: nice knowing your family i think most compatible would be a whiskey like a scotch and maybe a bourbon I think a bourbon would be okay, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's good.
2: It's also just a lot of beer drinkers in the
1: family, so...
2: <laughs>
0: Corona light, Corona light. <laughs> hey, you go. the Snoop does, man.
2: Have a good time.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I have a. I usually have a, a range of things. When I think about Thanksgiving, and if we're hosting, because my wife and I host pretty frequently, this year we're actually not, obviously, because of the circumstances. But there's usually a range of things. So with the meal, a lot of times we'll put bring some wine out, and you know we don't usually talk about wine, but we usually have some nice red for uh, for the meat to go with whatever we have going, also some white. But my whiskey choices, I mean, I have my collection. If somebody's really into it they can come and grab something to drink but out on the you know out with all the food for appetizers and things like that I like to put a bottle and my go-to is IW Harper 15. Wow. Because it looks great yeah, I mean it's an uh, impressive bottle yeah yeah and I'll usually have a second bottle that's kind of more for people that want to mix it or something like that Um, and that can just be whatever Something usually on the cheaper side. But for me, that Harper, I.W. Harper, it's, you know, it's not too hard to find. You don't necessarily break the bank to get it. So it looks so good sitting out there with whatever Thanksgiving decor you have. So that's always one of my go-tos for Thanksgiving. I have a couple of other drinks, though, that I almost always pull out on, on Thanksgiving. And one of them is the after stuffing my face, I almost always will have a pour of Fernet. Bronca Branca, wow. because that just helps the stomach settle, just helps you feel good after, you know, stuffing ham and turkey and stuffing down your throat. So that's one of those. And then the other one, it's more of a Christmas one, but I will crack it out during Thanksgiving sometime, which is some of the bourbon cream from Buffalo Trace. Mm. If you've ever tried their bourbon cream. Man, either that, I mean, you know, a lot of the times after the big meal, people will want some coffee, so I'll bring that out. Maybe bring out the uh, the Irish cream. You know, there's really good hazelnut Irish creams out there. and Pour that in with the coffee. That's one my dad always goes for. You know, we'll make the coffee. And I'll be like, hey, you want a pour of uh, Irish cream or some bourbon cream in there? And he's always game for that. So those are kind of the three. I got. I got the before the meal, the during the meal. after the meal so
0: Mm, wow so i wanted to ask you guys i know that a lot of people when they have like a heavy meal a lot of people drink port after meal do you guys do that ever i know people i go out to meals with people that like to have that sweet hit after dinner yeah
1: they're more in the sweet wines though Mm. I've never been into that. For some reason, like what I want is the bitters. I want the fernet. Like mm. that to me is what caps off a meal.
0: Yeah. I only bring that up because I actually didn't care what you said. Um, I wanted to give an anecdote. I, I don't even I,
1: want to hear what Jules has to say about it.
0: Come oh, on. sorry, Jules. Yeah. Uh, Jules, do uh, <laughs> you have any uh, thoughts on port? Oh nothing. Okay, great. So oh, let me man, my no. seriously, Jules, do you drink port? I've actually Ever? only
2: I've only um drank it a couple of times and they've mostly been like at steakhouses. Mm. Um is when I have had them. And a lot of times actually it's mostly when they're like, you know, business meals. Mm. Whatnot. So if I'm with coworkers or, you know, taking a client out or or being taken out mm. by somebody, you know. Uh, that's actually the only time. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, I'm usually not into that. So,
1: mm. are you interested in hearing Dylan's anecdote? He apparently has an uh, anecdote.
0: a short one. It's a short it a one. So. It <laughs> <way>. be good. <laughs> yeah, Let like me tell- one word. <laughs> The reason I ask is because I really cannot drink port. I couldn't understand port. And every time I drink port, I unfortunately vomit. Mm-hmm. And it's been wow. a one, it's like 100% hit rate. And it's is weird. The time
1: You were like barfing in the streets of LA or something?
0: Yes. And I've done that multiple times on the same street, by the way. And this is like, like
1: everybody in LA,
0: you know, know, I don't know, I I would have to say parts of me are on a very particular street. (laughs) It's amazing, because it's just like a groundhog day. It's like the same thing over and over again. And because of that kind of crazy reaction, I don't reach for those kinds of things. After meal, it's always going to be some kind of whiskey. And so this was a long time ago. And I, you know, I just realized that, for me, I can't finish a meal with that kind of stuff. I'll drink like wine during the meal. I mean, for sure. But I usually end everything with some type of spirit. So that's my kryptonite. I guess I shouldn't give my weaknesses away, right? Because my enemies <laughs> could use that against me. You are how to get you. Yeah, they're going to pour port all over me. And <laughs> violently well,
1: Speaking of Thanksgiving, do you guys have any favorite meal items that, that are like musts? Oh, that you man. have to have every Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh. What is it?
2: Well, I, I'll tell you one that my favorite family must have i'm not sure how or when it started i have a feeling it started with uh one of my um sisters but uh we usually also have fried oysters before the big meal
1: whoa yeah that's pretty unique yeah
2: so and it ends up being more like a you know it's like an appetizer really but um yeah and i don't even remember how or when that started but it's been a while now Mm you know, at least over a decade of tradition. So we just end up doing it now all the time.
0: How about you, Dylan? All right. So first of all, I want to preface this by saying this is going to come off as being very selfish but I want to say that, I don't know, it does sound a little selfish because every Thanksgiving, I really, really love stovetop stuffing, okay? (laughs) If somebody makes stuffing from scratch or they get it from some fancy place like Fru-Fru, Bourgeois stuffing, I just don't like it. And I ask that we make, I bring a stovetop stuffing and I just make it because it takes like, what, five minutes, right? You don't just bring the box and give it to them. They're like, here, make this... No, because you just need butter. And you know what? The, I don't like the low-sodium thing. I, you know, I want the full sodium, okay? And I want the chicken one, even though we're eating turkey or whatever. And I love stove top stuffing. just have to have it like that's my yearly ritual and you know what the crazy thing is i'm the only one eating it (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty funny yeah no one else all right dutch you're up
1: you know i don't really have one i I don't really care too much like i'll eat whatever's out there but one thing that's become a staple in the past few years is it's actually a dish i make with uh, okinawan sweet potatoes if you guys ever had those they're like a bright purple Mm -hmm. sweet potato and i just kind of got them one year this is probably about five or six years ago and i made uh you know like instead of doing Doing the traditional yams i made this okinawan sweet potato type thing with like maple syrup and salt and it's just in butter and wow. it just became a staple so every year that's one that i put together and people kind of expect it now so wow. it's a little change of pace
2: wow so that's with the meal
1: that's with the meal yeah, yeah.
2: wow yeah Very nice i mean that sounds like a great opening too though
1: <laughs> yeah you could i mean i think it would ruin you though <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> on it. yeah no kidding <laughs> you just need a little bit yeah, it's it's strong stuff. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm getting hungry talking about all this food. No,
2: seriously, dude.
1: All right. Well, this is going to be an interesting Thanksgiving. Hopefully, everybody stays uh, stays safe and is careful. Uh, hopefully, you have easy testing around you so you can just get everybody tested and hang out. That'd be a great way to enjoy Thanksgiving. Or maybe hey, you know we're still a few weeks out. Maybe the cure that we've been promised for 12 months will be here finally. So, on that okay. note, Jules. <laughs> Dark.
2: (laughs) Well, thank you for uh, listening to Curiosity Publix, the podcast. We we really do appreciate you. If you haven't yet, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Uh, We got new content up there weekly where we do reviews and drink throughs. Oh, and we also have launched our uh, membership service from that, our channel, Curiosity Private. So be sure to check that out where you get uh, access to like our detailed scoring on our Ultimate Spirits competition. And uh, we plan on doing like early access and all kinds of other good stuff, so be sure to check it out. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay curious.
1: I forgot to mention Derby pie. Have you guys ever had Derby pie? Like no. Kentucky Derby pie? It's Yeah, it's called no, Derby pie. It's it's basically like pecan pie with bourbon and chocolate in it. Oh, oh. It sounds
0: so good. Yeah, it's pretty deadly. Oh, see, now I have to find it. Do they sell it anywhere? Look. I
1: don't know. You gotta make it. I just have a recipe. Mm,
0: I see it. I see it online. Looks good. Yeah, it's dangerous. Wow.
1: It can be a little too sweet sometimes.
2: Dude, nothing's too sweet on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's true.